You're listening to the We Are Libertarians podcast network. Find all of our shows at wearelibertarians.com. Welcome to We Are Libertarians Daily. My name is Chris Spangle. Thank you for joining us here on the daily episodes. I appreciate the downloads. The numbers are looking strong, and you guys uh, seem to be really enjoying this. And so please keep it up. If you love the daily show, be sure to go out and uh, share it on Facebook. Share it with your friends. Got a great note from somebody who shared, uh, who on, on the carpool put on the podcast and converted three Democrats. So uh, it's, it's, it's like the new world's smallest political quiz out there. And uh, today, on today's episode, I've got a very special guest. You know, we rarely do interviews, but this is one of my favorite people in the, Lib- in the liberty movement. And uh, somebody who I think uh, does help convert a lot of libertarians just in a, in a funny way, uh, much funnier than anything we do here. Uh, I, you know, I didn't ask what I should call you. I probably should. This is one of the admins for Liberty Memes. What what should I call you? Well, I used to call myself Admin too. Okay. I was born with the name David Gay. Which okay. That's kind of gay. Right. Yeah. And the internet can be a harsh place when your name is gay. How was middle school? It was fine. I made up the jokes myself. Somebody <laughs> came up to me and said, oh, your middle name must be Is. I'd say, no, my middle name is Israel. David Israel Gay. <laughs> See, that's funny. And they thought it was hilarious. And they just they just couldn't make the jokes after that. They were like, oh, yeah, that's David Gay. That's our homeboy. Would you say which that... Which was way gayer than my last name. Which is... Would you say that's part of why you and your brother are so funny is that you had to you had to have these defense mechanisms because you're gay. I mean, you're named gay. I mean, I guess, but I mean, I was born this way, so I don't know what other people's excuse is. Now, uh, I, if you used your real name, like you guys did for a while, you didn't use your real names. You wanted to be admin one, admin two. So I'm surprised you're using your real name. What's what's the philosophy change there? Well, not really a philosophy change. I mean, it's just we were outed <laughs> as gay. No, so I'll be serious here. Just uh, after a while, we just got bored of hiding behind anonymity. And when we started the community group, well, I started the community group. It was with my regular name, and everybody saw my name. So there's really no point in hiding it at this point. But then they started calling me Dadman, which is a name I have come to embrace. I so kind of like you want to call me. That's what I go by nowadays. I kind of like the Dadman name. Yeah, I uh, I think you and your brother are two fine, upstanding young libertarians. Uh, you seem very authentic to me, and that has been the charge. That's the irony of this, that as soon as you guys kind of out yourselves and you say who you are, that's when you guys start getting cracked down on by Facebook as, I don't know, Russian bots or... So you guys got pulled from... Can you tell us the story? How did you find out about... Liberty memes being pulled. How many likes did you have? In case people don't know what Liberty memes is, maybe first, what is Liberty memes, and how many likes did you have? And then second, how did you find it got pulled? So Liberty memes in was the largest collection of libertarian themed memes on the entire internet. We had over thirty thousand memes. They were not all original content, which is what everybody clamors for nowadays. I don't know why. Um, I think it's great to have a big pool of different memes to draw from instead of just one dude making his own single memes. Right. Um, So anyway, we had the largest collection, and now that has been completely erased. Fortunately, we 
have been able to purchase software to scrub for the archives and put that on our new website. We had 580, I'm sorry, 680,000 followers when the page was pulled. That's 680. You know what? I can't remember anymore, but it was over half a million people. Our reach was over 40 million people a month. And it was the, the whole purpose of the page was to just continue promoting Liberty through humor. Outside of just like an individual personality, like a Ron Paul, were you guys the biggest libertarian Facebook page? I mean, they don't seem to get much bigger than that. That's pretty huge. Well, well, I would say that in terms of our virality of our of our ability to reach broader audience, uh, broader audience, I think that we were. Now, there's also being libertarian, and they have over six hundred thousand, and but they're not necessarily a meme page. So, in terms of libertarian meme pages, obviously we were the we were the biggest. And for spreading the liberty message, I think our outreach was the largest. Yeah, no offense to being liberal. And we and we would reach broader audiences than just say a Ron Paul or Young Americans for Liberty or anything like that because we had content that was relatable to things outside of the libertarian echo chamber. Yeah, you guys, especially, I've noticed in the last few months, you guys started really sharing a, a, a large variety of memes, not just political memes. Um, so I, I shared your stuff all the time. I mean, we, we share Liberty meme stuff all the time. We will continue to do so on the new page, which we'll put in the show notes. Everybody go like that. Um, but So here's, actually, there's, that's the funny thing about the new page. The new page isn't really that new. The new page has actually been around for about three years at <laughs> least. <laughs> And the reason behind that is that I had created that page. It's actually kind of gross. Like it's a, uh, it's where all the stuff that didn't pass the granny filter, but still made me laugh. That's where I put all that stuff. What What is the granny filter? Um, you know, we don't on Liberty means we don't really cuss very much unless it's to make a very serious point. And so we, we try to make stuff palatable for anybody who views the site and uh so we thought maybe some of this stuff is still funny and could still go viral so we should just make a liberty memes after dark (laughs) and that's what it was called dank liberty memes and i just changed the name to liberty memes 2.0 this week and we had like thirty thousand followers on there yeah i was uh we all the time there are memes in our uh, facebook messenger that we're just like god i wish we could share this but we can't so it is amazing that you get pulled down for violating community standards but then you you are actively trying to make sure that you know you're trying to meet a pg-13 standard well yes um obviously the people who are censoring us are afraid of a specific political message getting out and particular uh, attraction for for our philosophy for for liberty philosophy uh, and for anti-state beliefs and it's really funny that you say that because the page that we still have up that we're able to build a brand new site off of or a page off of is the dirty one <laughs> uh, you know, the clean one is the one that got taken down for multiple violations that I have no clue what those are and you know that's the other thing about that 20 minutes after our page was taken down or I got the news, I logged into the account that had just been unsuspended 
And 20 minutes later, I got a brand new suspension, another 30 days for a meme that they found on that account, which was three years old. Someone scrubbed through to find this. And it was just a picture of Hillary Clinton noshing on some Tide Pods. <laughs> I, I've been but banned. once again, but once again, a common thread of every single one of my suspensions has been a meme about Hillary Clinton. Really? How, how many? How many would you say that is? Well, the, the one that happened back in 2016, there were three of them. Uh, the, between me and Peter, there was this one just now, and I have no clue what just went on on the actual page because they won't tell us what meme did us in. So did, did what did they actually say to you? Is there? I saw like a big big red box, but like, is there any kind of email? Is there any explanation? What do they tell you? No, we just no, we just got the same thing that when it says logging out and you log back in and it says warning, we removed something that you posted. We got the same type of warning, except it said we removed your page. Oh, okay, yeah, I've I've only had a one day suspension. I'm not I'm not hardcore, probably like <laughs> like you. I know, looking at you like pussy. But uh, listen, Chris, if you're not on a list, you're doing it wrong. I'm sure I'm on a list. Oh, I'm sure. I I think. Uh, I, I, so here's the thing: we're we've been added over the last day or so into this into this group chat to compare notes, and the common thread seems to be. So there's two ways to look at this. All right, there is the um, let's give Facebook the benefit of the doubt and say, okay, they're looking for a certain type of behavior, and I want you to tell me if I'm off base on this or not. It is the person who admins multiple pages, and then to game the algorithm, they go and they share, comment, and like the post, so it boosts into the algorithm with those other pages. Now, that's fairly cumbersome to nope, do. never. You, but, never. But you've never done we, that. Not any time recently, and that has never been a method of ours. Every once in a while, I've thought that one particular post is good crossover for one of the other pages I run, and I will just share it. But I have never gone and logged into multiple pages and gone to the original page and clicked like, 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 like again with all different accounts, ever. Okay. So one account at a time, one page at a time. Let's be honest. You guys didn't. Really, and the, you didn't need that. Reach. And so organically, the only the only thing that we have that could be considered a bot farm or whatever is we have a group of people that call themselves the Bump Squad. And when there's something that they're enthusiastic about, or we post about a charity, they go and they all click like and bump. And these are all individual people using only single accounts, and they go in there to make sure that it gets past the algorithm. Okay, that, but we never participated in any type of you know inauthentic spamming. Okay, so that that leads only the ideological argument, the fact that you're just too big and too effective. I think so, and I spoke to some of the other people who had their pages taken down, Anti Media, um, Free Thought Project, and they told me that the warning message, that the message of page deletion that we got doesn't match the message that they got during the purge of uh, a couple of weeks ago of October 11th. Hmm. So their message said that they were removed because of spamming activity and, and there was an explanation given by Facebook, even in the media, that they had removed these pages because they had backlinks that had spammy content. They didn't tell us that. They just said, you guys had multiple violations and you're gone. Okay. All right. 
it, it, it's very arbitrary. So it really, it really leads me to believe that they were deleting us because of our particular political content. And someone in our group tried to say, well, there there were liberal pages that were taken down too, but when we went and looked at those pages, most of those had been restored. I mean, it's really just it's mm. really just conservative and libertarian pages that seem to be taken down at this point. Yeah. Have you Yeah, ha- that's that seems to be the case. And 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 even if it's not the case that we're all of them, we are the bulk of them. Right. Yeah, for, absolutely. So have you had any discussions or are you able to get a hold of anybody at Facebook to try and recover that page? No, the only thing that I've been able to do is reach out to people who wrote articles about us in the past who had been able to contact Facebook for feedback on those articles and see if maybe we can get another article going and see if maybe they can ask Facebook for us. But I I, I don't think they're going to answer this time. It, it feels like a completely different climate this time. Uh, they totally just stonewall you nowadays. Right. Yeah, they, there's really and, no and, and, and they just do what they, they just do what they want at this point. And, you know, I saw an article, and I'm not sure the veracity of the claims of this article, that the U.S. government is particularly pressuring Facebook to remove anti-state pages. Well, when you have cop block taken down, you have police the police, when you have, um, you know, Free Thought Project with, and Infowars, obviously, which are a little more conspiratorial and anti-vaxxer and anti, uh, anti-state and anti-police. I mean, it's kind of, that's why it feels different for with, with you guys, because those others, there's some sort of carve out. You know, it started with the Iranian pages. The first round in August was with Russian and Iranian pages, so they could say, well, hey, look, you know, these were Iranian pages, they were doing this behavior, and everybody goes, oh, okay. And so when people pay attention, when they don't pay attention in the second and third and fourth and fifth rounds, they can take down people like you because everybody just shrugs and they go, eh, you know, it's just those Iranians like the first time. And so it, it's sort of creeping into mainstream libertarianism. That's why I... I've 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 said the entire time like pay attention to Alex Jones. You may not want to defend Alex Jones, but eventually it's going to hit somebody that you like, like Liberty Memes or Tom yeah. Woods or this show. I mean, it's it's a creeping thing now. Unfortunately, there was a claim made this week by another page, which I will not mention because I'm not that type of a petty individual. But another page said that it was great that we got taken down because look what we get. We get what we deserve for mocking Alex Jones when he was taken down. And that's just not true. We did not. We made jokes because that's what we do. We posted funny Alex Jones memes, but we did not mock him for getting taken down. We protested that fact. In fact, I personally noticed when the trend began of Facebook not allowing people to share InfoWars links because I tried to post one and I was marked as spam and suspended just for trying to post a link from InfoWars. I tried to share my Minds.com account and uh, you can't do it. You're not able to. Yeah. So I tried to share an InfoWars article many months ago, almost a year ago. It might even be longer. And it was auto-flagged as spam. I was locked out of my account. I had to verify all sorts of things that, did you make this switch and that switch to your account? Because it doesn't look like you're the one logging in right now because you posted this link from InfoWars. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you're a gentleman, but I'll I'll just say it. Liberty Hangout is trash. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Now... 
here's the thing. That's, so, I, hey, I don't go there. I'm not, I, I don't do that. No, I just no, don't do that. No, you're a gentleman. I get it. I get it. I'm not. I just think that Liberty Hangout is a, a site for pathological liars and everything they say is uh, just garbage. And uh, Okay, you know, as long as we're doing this, I did make a promise this year that in every opportunity for publicity for Liberty Memes, I would mention that Bill Weld is trash. <laughs> hey, you it's your prerogative, man. Uh, you say whatever you want here. I made that promise to everybody who donated to our live appearances fund, and Bill Weld is trash. <laughs> now, so I've been of two minds, because, you know, when this happens and when they pull this stuff down and you go, you know, our stuff... I've been I've worked in social media marketing for ten years now. I I was like right on the platform in t- two thousand and five when it came to my college. Like I've really all the jobs that I've done, I've specialized in gaining attention because of social media. And I've I've just seen Facebook specifically break so many promises from hey move from the profiles to the pages for your business we'll promote you there then we're gonna gut your algorithm unless you pay us move to video and then they gut you there and then move to live video now they're gutting you there you know it's just they're they're a very dishonest business partner uh and i don't trust them at all and i I sometimes go you know what why am i doing business with people that don't want me on their platform they're clearly going to take our page of ninety thousand likes at some point because we're libertarians even though i have sent them my social security number i have verified my address with a piece of mail i have done everything that they've asked they're eventually just going to take us down because we're effective and uh, but then there's also there was a, there was actually an advertiser there was I think it was a conservative advertiser who had a conservative page and he had paid over half a million dollars to Facebook in ad money. <laughs> I don't know where these conservative pages are getting this kind of money because it would be totally awesome to sell out and make that kind of scratch. <laughs> but he had given that much money to Facebook and they just deleted his account for his political content and they didn't give him a reason why Same as us. yeah they, it's amazing but he had but he had paid money and <laughs> and liberty memes we never gave him any money we re, we relied on our viral reach yeah. yeah and it was authentic it was organic people liked the things that we posted and they shared them but before i get to the future let me let me follow up on that why do you think memes are so effective what is it about the the medium that is, is it just the way that these are designed that it's just juiced for that, or, or is it what is it about memes that it is so effective now? I'm gonna have to leave you with dead air time on that one. <laughs> I know it's really it's a it's a great mystery. It's a great I, mystery. I'll tell you what we spend so much time crafting content, doing podcasts out. We have a research team. We have multiple people involved in the operation. We write these think pieces and it gets no traction on social media whatsoever we post a shit meme that we stole from you and it just it gets tens of thousands of views it's just it's it's discouraging but uh yeah but where did i steal it from i don't know (laughs) hell if i know how you get your memes i'm not going to even ask you how you do it let me tell you something and and this is no disrespect to the mises institute or the fine uh gentleman who is running it but uh, the president of the Mises Institute ran into us at the Texas Libertarian Party convention a couple of years back. And he said, you guys make memes. That's how you spread the message. And he said, yeah. He says, man, I am the president of the Mises Institute, and I have access to all these books, just libraries full of books, and no one's going to learn a thing from them. 
You guys post a meme and instantly a couple thousand new libertarians in the world. Yep. And no disrespect to him. This isn't to diminish what he does. Um, because hopefully people, after they become libertarian, they go to the Mises Institute and they learn something. But yeah, memes are definitely the way to go nowadays to reach people quickly. As long as the social media platforms still exist that can make that content go viral around the world. Obviously, governments are afraid of this. I know the Turkish government is afraid of it. I know the U.S. government is afraid of it. I know the Israeli and Russian governments and Chinese governments are afraid of it. And so they're all crafting ways. And, and, and they're not necessarily directly pressuring Facebook. A lot of them hide behind think tank organizations. Yeah. So they'll say that Facebook hired such and such organization to be advisors on how they should handle various forms of speech. And those organizations will all be tied to some politician who is currently elected and in charge of something having to do with national security or something like that. Yeah. No, you speak the truth. The Atlantic Council, the Council on Foreign Relations, the Brookings Institution, mm-hmm. the Tides Foundation, the Annenberg Foundation, like these are all foundations. Yeah, so, that- so, so hiding, but hiding behind those organizations doesn't mean the government's not doing it. It is the government directly doing it. Yeah, because those people, what, what is happening right now is all those people who were in the Obama administration are now working at think tanks. And then when uh, a Democratic president gets elected, those people leave those think tanks, work in the government, and then they just shift positions. You know, it's, it's thin at Heritage right now because they're all working in the, in the Trump administration. That's, these think tanks like the Annenberg Foundation, which runs PolitiFact, or uh, the, uh, you know, the Atlantic Council, or uh, these various organizations that Facebook is relying on for fact-checking, and they're now fact-checking videos and images – they're they're run by government elite. They, this is the swamp. It is them cracking down on what yeah. what is so essentially here's the, the, the here's what we get a lot of times. What we get a lot of times from people who hear us complain about oh Facebook did this to us, Facebook did that to us. First of all, we're free market capitalists, and private companies should be allowed to do whatever the heck they want. If they want to lose consumers, that's their problem. However, consumer feedback is a vital aspect of the free market system. So there's one point. So if we want to complain and raise hell about something that a private company is doing to tell other people either not to use it or to put the screws to that company and say, you know, you need to change this or you're going to lose all of your uh, customers, then that's something that we can do in a free market system. And it's com- it completely jives with libertarianism. But on the other hand, is Facebook really a private company at this point when they are directly censoring because of the actions of government and people in the government through these think tanks telling them what to censor? It's a fair point. I mean, they, they're, and they're being bullied by the threat of Congress. They're saying, if you don't regulate yourself, we're going to do it for you. That's almost a direct quote from Senator Ron Wyden. You know, I would be interested in seeing liberal pages not restored, and how quickly congressional investigations would begin. <laughs> yeah, where's the Republican Congress on this? Like, why? why they, there's they talk about it, but they don't do anything. You know, it's well, they went after the, but they went after the undesirables. They didn't really go after the Republicans. They didn't really go after the Democrats. They went after the undesirables. These outlying uh, groups that won't necessarily fall in line with with what the party wants to. Uh, have them tow along 
I think that's a really good point. Yeah, they're going after people that don't talk about what the government wants people to talk about. It's the illusion of the right and the left. Yeah, okay, we have two two parties, but this hegemony just does whatever they want to do. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, all right. Now, so here's here's the conundrum for us moving forward because there is clearly an issue here, and they're going they're going to continue to crack down on you know, you guys and us at We Are Libertarians and Being Libertarian and Tom Woods and all these other libertarian groups. So do we walk with our feet and go to something like MeWe or Minds.com, or do we stay on the platforms and use that very platform to advocate for better customer service and to continue to make These platforms are very convenient because so many people are on them, but they're very inconvenient because as soon as you speak up nowadays, you get cut down. So it's a, it's it's really tricky because a lot of people say, well, that's where the battleground is. Uh, that's where the battlefield is. That's where we have to be. We're still changing hearts and minds on Facebook. And I agree with that, but it's to a lesser and a lesser extent. So what do we do? Do we go over to minds where, oh, yeah, everybody's got free speech, but it's an echo chamber and you're not reaching anyone new? Right. Do you go over to libertymemes.com, which is something we're working on right now, and we're going to have our own forum there? I mean, we're going to have that, but is it going to reach anyone new? And part of our purpose, uh, the whole reason we started this, was so that our memes would reach new people, and we would convert people over to libertarian ideals. And if all these governments just start cracking down on this, I don't know. I don't know how long memes over the internet will be an effective method. And maybe this method will disappear, but for now it still exists. It's still something that we can do, but I really don't see swapping one social media for the other as a solution in a country where the government is trying to stop that altogether. Well, I've made the point that when Gab is targeted, you know, Microsoft Azure said, take down these posts or we're going to cancel your hosting. Like, it doesn't matter where you go. The the, the mob is just going to follow us. And so I've advocated for... Yes. Uh, here's what I think. I think we need to stay on these platforms. And I think when the Liberty Memes goes down, we need to say, hey, another libertarian page went down. Here's their new page. Go like this page. Mark the page C first share their content, make sure that you're spreading the word. And so we build those pages back up as quickly as possible. And then we show these platforms, there's a real hunger and a power in the libertarian voice. And uh, we just have to be better networked. I don't, I don't think the libertarian n- movement has been very good at networking because we're always, we've I always think, been fighting. Yeah, I, think, I think one major failure that libertarians as a movement, uh, that liberty, the liberty movement has had is proper outreach to the press. Because there are so many journalists who work for these horrible liberal rags who themselves are actually libertarian and are on the same page with us and are just dying to find an article they can write that moves things in the favor of liberty and isn't necessarily, you know, the mainstream idea that that their publication is trying to push. And what do we do? We send them a letter and we say, your effing rag won't publish our shit or whatever. <laughs> you know, instead of saying, hey, I've got this situation. And the guy writes back and says, you know what? I'm sympathetic. I'll write about it. Yeah. We don't do that. When Ron Paul was running for president and he was excluded from the polls or from various television programs, 
what did people do? They started sending threatening emails to the network. They didn't say, hey, you know, I'd really appreciate it if you would cover Ron Paul and have a million people writing that. Well, they're doing they didn't it, do that. They're, they're it doing was it all with, anger. It was all hate. Yeah, they're doing it with CBS in New York because they excluded Larry uh, Larry Sharp right now. I mean, Larry that's, Sharp, that's yeah. going on. Yeah, I totally agree. And yeah. there's, a, there's a good thing about the way they're doing that, I think, is actually better. The one who's spearheading that actually is a couple friends of mine, Jim Rosenbeck and uh, Sean Hannon, who is another OG Ron Paul guy who is currently working for the Libertarian Party and uh, also Larry Sharp. And uh, he's organizing that. He, they, they protested outside of the local uh, news station, but they weren't they weren't angry. They weren't riled up. And when the debate was actually on live stream, all they did was kept commenting, Larry Sharp, Larry Sharp, Larry Sharp. Yeah. They didn't say, you effers need to include Larry Sharp. Right. Which I think is good. And, and there's, you know, when you do it that way, it's a lot better than what they used to do. But again, there's still this major gap between libertarians and the media. Because people don't know, because a lot of libertarians just don't know how to talk to a normal, rational human being. <laughs> we need, we need, and well, that's too bad one, because because right. the libertarian philosophy is the most rational. We need to harness the power of the clickbait mills because I I saw this. Our most downloaded episode was an interview with Ron Paul in 2013, 114,000 downloads, and it's because Oliver Darcy of all people was working at The Blaze at the time, and Ron Paul said something juicy about Rand Paul before he ran for president. I emailed it to Darcy and a, and a couple other sites, The Daily Caller. Darcy put it up on The Blaze. Then The Daily Caller picked it up. Then The Huffington Post picked it up. Then Mediate picked it up, and it crashed our website. <laughs> and so what happens is if you can get the attention of one of these writers at these click, bill, click mill sites like Mediate or um, The Daily uh, Caller or The Blaze or The Daily Wire or Huffington Post or Raw Story, then that just, that goes, that's where all of these stories start. And then eventually it bubbles up to the New York Times. And so that's how Alex Well, Jones, yeah, the last time, the last time we got banned for a time by Facebook over a Hillary Clinton meme, we reached out to a writer from The Blaze and a writer from Breitbart Tech. And they're the ones who posted that. And those articles ended up being front page on Drudge Report. Dang. Yeah. So maybe that's the and thing. That's so, the our, so Liberty Memes, so Liberty Memes that day, once it went up on Drudge Report and was featured by Blaze and all the Glenn Beck fans started to show up, <laughs> um, it, we went from 50,000 followers to 200,000, it seemed like overnight, and just to 300,000, it felt like overnight. And that was all during the election season. So maybe that's the thing that we need to get our audiences to do is find find writers at these click, bill, uh, click mill sites that can kind of help out when we have these well, little abso- emergencies. Well, absolutely. I mean, find everybody knows somebody, and there were 600,000 followers of Liberty Memes. One of you people there don't work at Facebook. There to be some people who know <laughs> writers, and if they don't know writers, there's plenty of people who are student journalists and can get these things published in their local school, and there are plenty of people who write blogs. They can write a blog about it, and maybe a journalist will see it and say, wait, this is something I want to write about, and break it on the, on the, on the big time. You guys got us uh, 20 new YouTube subscriptions and 100 new Facebook likes yesterday because... 
I did that initial episode where I re-aired our interview from February. And so there's... there's Gosh, a, you didn't even do anything. You just played a rerun. I did. I didn't do anything. So I'm really hoping that this one really uh, juices us a little bit. But I, I, that's the key for these writers. A- attention, there is a lot of interest in Liberty Memes. You need to write about these guys. You're going to get lots of uh, followers on your Twitter, which is we all know that's what you care about. I mean, there, there aren't guys that work at Facebook that listen or follow Liberty Memes or listen to this program. It's it's what No Agenda Show calls a dude named Ben. We need some of those people to start stepping up, and we've got to start building a network to kind of uh, outmaneuver the left because we just need to do what they did, which is stand up, start screeching, and just screech louder than them. Uh, so fine. Yeah, but they didn't just, I mean, they didn't just stand up and start screeching. They also had every single one of the major social media pages on their side. They had now this and, right. and that other baloney. All right. Well, fi- <laughs> they final- had all those pages, but they all wrote articles. So this is the thing. There are major independent media sites that, conservatives and libertarians flock to there are major independent media sites that liberals flock to and democrats and mainstream republicans flock only to these sites if those sites that the libertarians flock to are sympathetic with the cause they need to write about this stuff podcasters you too you need to have have this guy on have uh, his brother peter on come on mark i know you listen uh, Tom, you're listening. Let's let's have these guys on. So, all right, final thoughts, final uh, self, shameless self promotion time. I know we got to wrap this up here. Uh, so, tell us what you want. Tell our audience what you need them to do. Well, I did want to mention one other thing that I hadn't mentioned, and that's the fact that Liberty Memes participates in a lot of charity. We have raised money for individuals who had their own GoFundMe's for various causes. Somebody whose house burnt down. Somebody who lost everything because he lost his job, another person got hit by a drunk driver and can't walk again, and he didn't have a means of buying food. We took care of that. A girl who needed a kidney, we helped them raise $30,000 for the expenses involved in getting the kidney transplant. Uh, There was the assistant general manager of the Washington Nationals needed an experimental therapy for leukemia, and we raised $3,000 to help along with that. And these are just things that again and again and again, another guy had an unexpected surgery and he said, let's use this as make a wish. I want a Nintendo switch for my recovery. It was like 600 bucks. And we were like, you know what? Let's raise this money for him so he can recover comfortably. And that's just the idea. Our page doesn't just promote Liberty message through memes. We also promote it through living the voluntarist life. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah, that's... Um... Um, but, but another aspect of volunteerism is if people appreciate that, sometimes they chip in a couple bucks and they say, hey, this is for you guys. Thanks. They'll buy us a couple bottles, bottles of whiskey or something. <laughs> yeah, I'm, uh, I'm real salty that our Patreons are pretty much equal. Considering uh, you share memes and I, I, I work. Uh, never mind. But uh. <laughs> oh wait, what's this about Patreons? Yes, we have a Patreon. It's <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Liberty Memes. And if people appreciate the stuff that Liberty Memes does, or they want to stick it to the duck and say, "Guess what? I'm giving my money to this guy instead of to Facebook." They can go to Patreon.com/slash yeah, the, Liberty Memes. These guys are just s- for that effect. You, these guys are setting up their own website, and they're going to need a lot of money for bandwidth. So go donate to their Patreon right now. Uh, oh, thanks. 
Appreciate it. Absolutely. Uh, we're all about giving here. And anytime you do any charity stuff, make sure you hit me up privately and say, hey, we're doing this, and I'll make sure that we share it here on the show and on our social stuff. So always happy to – anytime anybody's doing any charity stuff, we're always happy to help here. Uh, and uh, That's fantastic. I mean, yeah. people people don't realize – so many people say, oh, well, why are you pushing this on me? Why should I have to give to – if you don't want to give, don't give. Right. I don't, I'm not the government. I don't have a gun to your head. I'm not going to throw you in a cage if you don't give us anything or if you don't give to this charity. You do it because you actually want to because you're a, de- a decent person and because the liberty message is spread whenever someone voluntarily participates in a transaction. We have to model the kind that of... That is to say, because yeah. the government isn't forcing it to happen, and good things are happening. People's lives are changing. People are benefiting just from this complete voluntary association that the government doesn't have any control over. No one went to the government and said, you need to tax a whole group of people so that I can be able to buy the cane I need because I got hit by a drunk driver. No, we did that. Well, that's the uh, the fundamental principle that I, I really – I read Mary Ruart's Healing Our World in 2013. I was talking with someone about this today. And for me, libertarianism from 2008 to 2013 was always a set of issues, and here's how you have less government. But then when I read that book, it finally like clicked for me that, oh, your personal values and morals – are are a part of your political beliefs and to have a libertarian society we have to have character and actually model what society will look like in the future so i think it's important i think if you live with an open hand then when your turn comes around and you need some help then more people are going to be willing to to help out so i'd love to see more libertarian groups do exactly what you're doing we should we should start doing that yeah, you know, a lot of times I'll give out of my own pocket and I just have faith in the community that it's just going to show up again and we'll be able to give to somebody else. All right, so go like the page. What's the new page? It's Liberty Memes 2.0? No, no, um, it's called Liberty Memes 2.0. It was originally the dank Liberty Memes page, so if you scroll down, you're going to find a lot of gross stuff that you probably didn't want to see, um, but it'll be more like the Liberty Memes page going forward. It is... Facebook.com slash Liberty Memes 2 with the number 2. Cool. And I'll put it in the... Uh, and put it in the I am notes. not allowed to share that link through Messenger. Yeah. Facebook automatically marks it as an abusive behavior. I sent you a screenshot of that. Yeah. you. He is not allowed to share his own page on Facebook or even in Messenger because it is... It's like it's a porn link. If you try to share you porn in, in like a Messenger, it blocks you. He gets the same exact message. It's really so. I'm not allowed to, to share a Facebook link on Facebook, <laughs> and I, I can send you anything else. I can send you Google.com or HuffingtonPost.com. I can send you any of that stuff. When I type Facebook.com/slash Liberty Memes two and send it to you, I get a message that says my behavior is abusive. Try setting up a Bitly link. See if see if like navigating through it. No, no, no. Anything that I've, I've tried, anything that links back to that page is marked as abusive. That's unbelievable. And it's just me. Any of these, any of the listeners could go out right now and try to do it, and it'll work for them, but it doesn't work for me. All right. Well, thank you for joining us here on the show. Uh, you guys keep up the good work. Hopefully, we drive some traffic there, and we just want to make a statement. I think Liberty Memes is the perfect page to make the statement to Facebook that you can cut down one of our pages, but we're going to go right back. It's going to come right back up, and uh, I wish you well on your media tour, and I hope that uh, you, you really gain some traction here and if you need anything from we are libertarians please let us know 
Hey, thank you. You have a good night. Hey, you too. Take care. All right. Welcome to We Are Libertarians. My name is Chris Spangle. Uh, now, if you're listening on the podcast, and all of you should listen on the podcast, you are probably going, what the heck is going on? There's a, another interview with a – so we're we're talking to the other founding brother of the Liberty Memes Facebook page. Uh, he hit me up and he said, you know, you talked to my brother, but uh, I'm far more interesting, far better looking. Uh, <laughs> he didn't say any of that, but it was implied, I know. And uh, I said, yeah, I'd love to talk to you. And so we're going to do a little Facebook Live. So if you're joining us on Facebook Live, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Uh, we are uh, – for at least the next week, I would say, bigger than Liberty Memes. So we're going to relish in that and enjoy that. Uh, at most. At, at most the next week. At most, yes. So uh, so we, we have a good week uh, or so. so. It will be a good week. All right. Now, let's get to business. Let's, let's get serious uh, because memes are serious business. That's right. They're serious business for me. Uh, I haven't introduced you. You are, you are Peter. Peter Gay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels weird to say your Peter, name. Peter, my my middle name is Israel. It's Peter Israel Gay. <laughs> your brother used that joke already. Uh, it. it, it, so the audio is like ah, oh, but uh, for Facebook, it's it's brand new. Uh, feel free Listen, to leave. We get to, we get to make last name jokes. We have that uh, we have that prerogative after our upbringing. Uh, feel free to leave some comments on the Facebook uh, chat. I'll go check those out. You can ask uh, ask me anything of 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 Peter Gay here of Liberty Memes. Um, it just seems weird to say your name because for so long you guys didn't actually use your name. So I feel like right. I'm, I'm admin here. one. So you you are admin one, and then the other is admin two or not dadmin. That grew out of the community group. Yes, we have uh, we have a little cultic following there. They <laughs> call him their dad. So then I'm Uncle Min, which is nice because I, I play the aloof side. All right, so what happened? What happened? Well, we got zucked, and frankly, I was shocked, shocked that we lasted so long in the first place. <laughs> um, we really did know that that was coming, um, and I think that we managed to turn this around pretty quick, too, because we did have you know, a backup page waiting in the wings. So we're, we're back to a good 10% of where we were three days ago. Yeah. You guys had how many Facebook likes? We had 580,000. Jeez. So that's yeah, a- that's, uh, that's bigger than the city of Orlando. <laughs> <laughs> your, your brother was telling me earlier today, cause I, I talked to, uh, now what's his name? Dave, Who? Dave, David, Dan, yeah. Don, David, Edmonton. And so he he was telling me that uh, he was saying that you guys have a reach of forty million people. Um, yeah, he knows that better than me. Uh, I'm not really a statistics guy, but yeah, he watches the the metrics more than I do. But yeah, it, it is true. I mean, you don't have to have forty million uh, followers to have forty million views. I mean, our stuff gets shared around. That's the whole reason that we started the page was because I was making memes on my own profile. And then watching them spread around the internet in the libertarian world, and so I was like, "Oh, well, maybe people want to see memes from me." That's when you get when, like when you get that big. Do you, how much responsibility do you start to feel, if any? I feel some responsibility to my audience that they want to see content from me, um, but since this whole thing was established as a way to amuse myself. I don't feel any responsibility for 
the content. I mean, you know, I try to keep it clean. David doesn't try as hard to keep it clean. <laughs> um, but no, I, I, I don't feel that I'm, uh, you know, oh, well, you're responsible for what people think of libertarianism. I, I have made arguments that apparently have been convincing to a lot of people. Um, and that's great, you know, because that's what I care about more. I, I get irritated when people say, you know, brush us off supposedly in our defense and say, this is just a meme page. It's just for entertainment. Don't take them seriously. Like, yeah, we make a lot of jokes, but we do have a purpose, you know, in life. We're trying to promote, you know, personal responsibility and freedom. So where did you, and feel free to speak for your brother, because we didn't really get into ideology too much. We just kind of talked about what happened uh, on a podcast that will air uh, tomorrow morning. You can get that in any podcatcher. Where were you guys always libertarians? I mean, when when did you personally start to develop your philosophy, and how? We were conservatives. We were raised as conservative uh, Republican types. I mean, we're we're Christians, and we've always been pro life. Um, and it was about twelve or thirteen years ago that we started uh, having conversations with a friend of mine who had become a libertarian, and um, just kind of learning about the difference between what's right and wrong as opposed to what should be legal or illegal. You know, what's the responsibility of a civil government or of people to each other as opposed to what's, what's right and wrong, just because something's wrong doesn't mean it should be illegal. And you know, that the really, the law really should just have to do with justice. And so at some point early on, I read the law by Bastia and that cleared a whole lot up for me. Um, and that was right around the time that Ron Paul was uh, considering his first, well, actually his second uh, presidential campaign in, in 2008. So we pretty much uh, got rolling with the <laughs> with the whole crowd that became libertarians around that time. So when did you actually start the page? I started the page uh, in 2013. This would be right in the beginning of uh, um, Obama's second term. So um, yeah, that's like I said. I, I was just sharing me. I had a uh, meme. I must have been from that second um, Obama election that uh, it was the success kid. He was saying, uh, didn't, didn't vote for the lesser of two evils. Yes. Not responsible for evil. And that, that was a very successful meme. So, um, somebody said to me, you should start a page. I was like, okay. (laughs) And, um, yeah, it took a long time for us to get, uh, originally to get to where we are right now with the, with the second page. So Liberty memes 2.0 has like over 50,000 likes as of right now. Well, that took us like three years to accomplish on the original page. Wow. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And we put the link to the new page. That's why you guys are here is really what the importance of talking to these guys is that we want you to go like the page. I want you to go yep. like the page if you're in our audience. If you're brand new to the podcast, and you're only here for the Liberty Memes guys. Go like the page. I, I think it's really important. And I, I wonder if you agree with me. I think it's really important for this page to grow really quick because I think Facebook needs to understand the power of the libertarian voice and that when they knock somebody down who is arguably the most popular libertarian page, who is mainstream libertarianism, who is just trying to have a good time, who is talking about basic libertarian principles, then in, in uh, you know, it's it's not you guys weren't conspiratorial. You guys were equal offenders. I mean, you post kind of yes. whatever. But I think it's really important, first and foremost, for people to go like that new page to send Facebook a message. Yes, we get knocked down 
but we get up again. You're never going to keep us down. <laughs> right. <laughs> but actually, yeah, I've, I've been thinking, cause you mentioned that we're, uh, you know, sort of equal opportunity offenders. It's not like our purpose in life is just to offend across the board, but if that happens, then fine. Um, I was thinking, you know, we post enough anti-Trump material and, and Facebook never exactly told us why we were unpublished. We could make a claim that it was actually the right fascist who silenced us. Then we'd be on CNN tomorrow and, you know, <laughs> you'd probably reinstate the page overnight. <laughs> I don't know if anybody would believe that, but. The, the other thing, it's Liberty Memes 2, 2.0, right? Yeah. And uh, Liberty, Liberty uh, it's Facebook.com slash Liberty Memes 2. Uh, so you can go like it there. And, you know, d- something that I do, I've done with your content forever because like everybody else in the movement, I just rip you off uh, repeatedly. Uh, like C You don't first. have to call it that. Yeah, just see first. So that way you see their stuff, share their stuff, and then you give them more reach to help them grow the page. I think it's really important to help uh, Peter and David grow this page and also to help support you guys financially through Patreon as well. So that reminds me, um, you had mentioned on your podcast, I wanted to tell you a couple of things that I heard on your podcast because I listen about me, I'm that narcissistic. Um, <laughs> you had mentioned that what we were doing, you know, sharing from one page to another was just what any social media marketer would do um, to take advantage of the algorithm. That's true, but I wanted to correct that a little bit. We weren't taking advantage of the algorithm. We were actually surviving the algorithm that was already being rigged against us. In fact, views that we have on memes right now on a 50,000 like backup page are about the same as they were on our 500,000 like original page. We were getting suppressed before being fully silenced. So those methods of, you know, sharing around are really just ways to cope with that. Since you just turn the lights off, I'm not moving enough. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, your your brother corrected me earlier and said that you guys didn't really do much of that because you didn't need to. And I will add, I've noticed on... We didn't do a lot, that's true. Yeah, and that it is true. I have noticed that um, on another page that I run that is completely unrelated to politics, the video views went from 60,000 to about 4,000. And now they're starting to creep up. But like when they said they were throttling earlier this year, they really were. They really... I saw on every page that I managed a huge dent in page reach across the I mean, these the guys control who sees us, and they're still scared of us right. to shut us down all the way. Um, I also wanted to say that uh, another comment that I thought of while I was listening to your I, – I wanted to tell you that I appreciated the way you changed your mind overnight and then came back and said so. I mean, it wasn't on a huge issue of principle, but you were like, I ain't going back to Facebook if they shut me down. The next day, you're like, well, actually, maybe I should. <laughs> I don't know if that just means they have a hold on you, or but you got convinced. But I, I like the way you're just like, oh, no. I changed my mind. <laughs> I, um, you know, I. Uh, this is a conversation. This podcast is not me telling people what to think. This is not me telling people. This is what libertarianism is. There, like, there's a lot of more qualified people to tell you what to think about libertarianism, like Tom Woods, for instance. This yes. is this is kind of an ongoing conversation that I have mostly with myself and the audience. And I have and I want to get your take on this. I go back and forth because just like I said, they've been bad business partners and every time right. they tell you what you ought to do, they immediately change that for something else and it doesn't matter how much money you've spent with them, they just cut your knees out and they don't care. 
And so why should I do business with people that don't want to do business with me as a libertarian? Why should I stay on this platform? But then yeah. I was talking to people that night and I was uh, thinking about it more. And I it was like, you know what? F that. Like, liber- <laughs> I, I, it was really you that, that kind of spurred that thinking because I watched what you two did and I saw the velocity of which that new page grew. And I said... No, you know what we need to do is we need to stay on this platform. I'm I was wrong yesterday. We need to show them the power of this. And I go back and forth. I mean, do you go back and forth on on how to handle these various? I services? think yeah. I think we should not have made Facebook our home for this long. We probably. I mean, we we've seen this coming. We're we're not idiots. We've seen for well over a year at least that Facebook is going the way of MySpace. Unfortunately, there's not there's not another. Uh, place to hang our hats like Facebook was when MySpace declined. Um, I imagine there will be when enough of us exit us out of there. Um, but we we were we were setting up for for moving our home base elsewhere. But I think it is still a good idea for us to keep a presence everywhere that we can share material to because there's a lot of people. They're not actually. It's funny, but they're not actually NPCs. They're actually people with brains who can be, you know, switched on at least. <laughs> and so it, you never know what's going to appeal to them. I mean, um, trying to remember, trying to remember some of the arguments that appealed to me early on. But you know, I I, I feel like I can talk to conservatives more than to liberals because I've been where they. Oh, I remember what it was. It was when uh, Lou Rockwell's introduction to Ron Paul's book, uh, uh, Foreign Policy of Freedom. And Lou Rockwell said, conservatives totally understand that the government is inept and corrupt and no good at all when it comes to domestic affairs. But then when it comes to foreign policy, they seem to have the mightiest touch. And I was like, damn, he's right. I cannot call myself a conservative anymore. I'm a libertarian now. And I mean, that can happen. You know, people can get woke. So uh, you need to take advantage of the opportunity to make that happen. What are some success stories in uh, turning people onto libertarianism that you've seen? Well, usually uh, I don't like, I don't get to see it happen, but I get to hear from people down the road. I do recall somebody, (laughs) actually it was one of the most offensive memes that we've ever posted. um, (laughs) It involved flag draped uh, coffins and, Somebody said I was going to join the military, and I I saw that meme and I thought about it, and I was like, "F that! I'm not going to be part of it." I was like, "Wow, good, good." <laughs> Why do you, you? Your brother David didn't really have a good answer. He was just kind of like, "I have no idea." Why do you think memes really are so effective? Because the social media is uh, as big as it is. That's where people go to chill out it's like you said it's kind of like the bar of uh, the 21st century so i don't know people are still drinking at bars it's wasting money as far as i'm concerned <laughs> buy the booze and drink it at home but anyway <laughs> um it's because they're not going to be reading books so they should we do you know read books um and i don't i don't look around at people i love the xkcd comic that was uh long before the 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 npc meme it was the same idea. All these people are sitting on a bus looking at each other thinking, oh, shoot, nobody knows how to think for themselves except for me. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that. But I, yeah, so, I mean, yeah, so I forget what question I was answering. Um, why do you think they're effective? 
Yeah, because people don't don't necessarily read books, and because uh, a meme, if it's done right, it can make people think. I mean, it's it's always been the same thing with comedy with jokes. You know, if you, you if you can get a message that tight, you know, a setup and a punchline in as few words as possible, and that's what jokes are all about. That's you know, that's a way to hit somebody with comedy, and it it forces them to think about something in a different way than they have before. Whether it makes them change their mind about it or not, it at least starts a conversation. That's why. I go back and forth about what I want to do. Um, if I want to make a suggestion to David about that billboard that he's trying to put up, um, cause he wants it to just say taxation is theft. I'm like, that's not going to change anybody's mind, but it would start conversations because people don't always hear that. I mean, it's gotten more popular in the last couple of years. People have heard that libertarians think taxation is theft, but that's far from a mainstream concept. Uh, Andrew says in the comments, LM turned me similar meme actually broke my worship of the military and helped me see foreigners as people. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, someone asked if Liberty Leems is you guys. I noticed a ton of fakes start popping up. My favorite was totally not Liberty memes. <laughs> yeah, definitely not Liberty memes. Yeah. Well, don't meme on me did that first. They had a definitely not don't meme on me. I don't know if you've heard of those guys. Uh-huh. Uh, but there's a lot of great stuff out there. The thing is, uh, I don't mind. I mean, that's great. I wouldn't call them. I mean, they're not us, but they're still pretty awesome. So that's fine. As many people as there are out there spreading libertarianism and spreading memes um, is great. I think the best will continue to have the most success, and that would be us. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Liberty Memes 2.0 is where we are uh where we're setting up for now my my view of that was uh kind of going back to that we're gonna have a home base off of facebook um believe it'll be libertymemes.com which is not fully operational at this time but it will be and then we can share back to facebook you know and and elsewhere we kind of got started on instagram that dropped off because i was the only one doing it and i get lazy with stuff like that it's not urgent which it is becoming um had a drug dealer named instagram back in the 90s (laughs) Yeah, I would I would humbly suggest email. Email is like key. Um, Andy says the thing that turned me if it were the if it pleases the crowd memes are what turned Andy. Uh, Run Rolando asks, can you ask why so many people have theorized that they deleted their own page? (laughs) Because it's a hilarious joke to accuse Liberty memes of committing the proverbial inside job. Right. Okay. We make the inside job jokes. So of course, when we get Zuck, Oh, Liberty memes band was an inside job. That's funny. Anybody who actually believes it is out of their minds. I mean, even for conspiracy theorists, they have some theory of, you know, cui bono kind of a thing. Right. We lost 93% of our viewers overnight. Chunching. Like how does that possibly benefit us? That makes no sense. Right. (laughs) The only reason they're talking to us right now is yeah. <laughs> I accidentally offended you. Um, it was not my intention. You know, the reason this is the We Are Libertarians podcast page is I added podcasts because people didn't know what we were. They just thought we were just some dumb meme page and, yeah, yeah. and not a podcast. And so, and then you're like, oh, yeah. So, like, yeah, just some dumb meme page. Huh? And I said, yeah. I said, no, you don't understand what it's like living in your shadow. Like, at this point, you guys are the eight. I know what it's like room. to live in a shadow. Yeah, and you were you're telling me the early days weren't that great. I was telling you people have this impression of us libertarian slacktivists that we're all gamers living in our mother's basement. 
but I'm a different kind of libertarian. I have, you know, a job. I have a wife and kids in my basement. Right. <laughs> so, yeah, but I, I, I sincerely apologize. I didn't mean to uh, besmirch your work because I, I listen, I steal a lot of it. Uh, no, that's the, and the thing is, it, this goes back to the memes as a medium. It is a political cartoon of the 21st century. It's not like we're writing treatises. And so, yeah, we should be taken with a grain of salt, especially when it's freaking obvious that we're joking. But at the same time, there are, there are economists and, uh, you know, modern libertarian philosophers who will say, I can write a whole book and freaking nobody reads it. So, you know, on the other hand, if I can condense their idea down into meme form, then I'm spreading that, you know, and I think I've got enough of a foot in both worlds to do that effectively. Yeah, we're talking to Peter Gay of Liberty Memes 2.0. Go like the page. Mark C. First. Join their Patreon. I talked to uh, I talked to Dadman. So somebody asked, "Where's Where's Dadman?" You can uh, listen to my interview with him on the podcast feed tomorrow. We didn't. His record- cat died. Oh, really? Today? Yeah, yeah. Dude, yeah. rough fucking day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's been a tough one for all of us, man. Yeah, so David, David, you, I can tell, like, I'll, I'll tell you, like, David and Peter seem like two very, very nice guys. When I met them in person, they were very humble. Like, I would, if I had a page with 500,000 likes, I'd be a monster. Uh, but so these guys are, these guys are good stewards of everything that you're giving them. Um, but yeah, go, you can, you can hear my interview with David, uh, tomorrow morning on the, on the podcast feed. And, uh, so, I mean, what what do you you see the future as having a presence offsite as well as kind of rebuilding the stuff? I mean, yeah. is is you guys you guys but, have a tremendous amount of juice. I mean, do you guys want to do anything other than just kind of what you're doing, having fun? Like, do you have any other aspirations, like you know, running for office or national chair or writing books or anything, any of that kind of stuff? Well, I'm not running for office. Ever. So (laughs) be sure of that. Um, As for what our aspirations are, I think we haven't had a, we haven't had a meeting about that or anything. If we do, the the whiskey will be flowing, but um, no, Dave and I haven't really discussed that. And I think our answers would be pretty different because um, I, I, I like to create the content. I like to make memes. I like to, you know, chat about liberty and philosophize about it whenever i can um but i i don't know about i don't know about anything bigger than that and david is much more of a he's always been more of a promoter and um i mean that's good it's it's been absolutely necessary to get us where we are now and to get us wherever we're going but he's he's kind of the big dreamer as far as that stuff goes and i'm more of the like hey whoa Whoever's listening, here's what I have to say. <laughs> so, yeah. I feel like you are kind of the the philosophical backbone and he's the marketer. You two make a good team. Yeah, well, I mean, I did major in philosophy in college, although I don't remember a thing about it for the most part. That was a long time ago. Do you have... Oh, a, y- yes. Sir. I was... I, I have... I, I don't know how much more time we have, so I wanted to address a couple of things because I wrote them down. Yeah, please. Uh, absolutely. Go for it. Well, well, now this may not be widely known, but we were... Um, there was another page whose name I don't probably need to mention. Do you want me to? Because I'm more than happy to. I hate Liberty Hangout. Go ahead. Well, a certain page that sounds an awful lot like the name you just mentioned (laughs) accused us of posting material like encouraging people to murder cops and stuff like that. Just so you know, I mean, we're pro-life, anti-war, pro-non-aggression principle libertarians and we would never like post anything of that nature just to clear that. And But here's the thing. 
that accusation was made in the context of saying, well, I'm not worried that they would ever do that to us uh, because Liberty Means was doing some shady stuff like this and that. And, And that really shows more, I think, than what the speaker was intending because that is that is exactly the mindset of facebook is um encouraging that's the strategy of censorship that progresses from first they came for the you know the russian bots and then they came for the the, the nut job conspiracy theorists and then they came for people who they just disagree with politically and there's already sort of ingrained this presupposition well if you get censored you must have been saying something off the wall or you must be illegitimate in one way or another because that the, that can never happen to me. And that that polarizes people. The people who are still there are saying, well, liberty is not under attack because I'm still here. You know? Yeah, no, I think it's, it's as my co-host Harry pointed out, first they came for the hackers, then they came with the sex, for the sex workers with Sofa and Fosta, then they came for the conspiracy theorist and Alex Jones, and now they're coming for mainstream libertarians, then they're going to go after mainstream conservatives. But as as your brother pointed out, like they're not really going to go after Fox News. They're not going to go after mainstream conservative thought because they're they're going to go after the people who kind of don't toe the line, aren't going to the Atlantic Council or Council on Foreign Relations events or watching CNN. They're going to go yeah. after us, the independent media, the people who have ideas that talk about ideas that are that seem fringy. You know, and so th- that group in particular is definitely in danger. And everybody who is in independent media, that's why it's important to support independent media in any way you possibly can, even if it's just a share, because we're the first ones. Like now that Alex Jones, people that that precedent has been set that they're censoring political thought. It's it's all downhill from there. You know, I'll tell you one thing that looks uh, a lot different in the political landscape now than it did, you know, even five or ten years ago. We used to say um, it's not the left versus the right; it's the state versus you. Well, that has become much more transparent because it used to be when a Democrat was in power, the Republicans would talk kind of libertarian and they'd be kind of anti-establishment, and vice versa. When a Republican was in power, it was the Democrats who were talking libertarian game and. And, and the libertarians would sort of form a loose alliance with whoever was protesting the people in power. And now it's really not like that. We've got so many libertarians who are sticking with Trump um, and, and the liberals are, they're just as establishment, you know, out of power as they would be in power. So it really comes down to the, like you said, the independent media, we're the ones that are outside of that you know, it's it's them versus us. It's not really a question of it's not really a question of Democrats and Republicans because they're really both on the same side. Yeah. Uh, so continue on. I want you to, in case we lose battery power on the iPad because I stupidly didn't charge it. We're recording this on Zoom, and I'll I'll post the video of this on our YouTube channel. Uh, so if we automatically disappear on the Facebook Live, you can go. Uh, we'll finish up the conversation on Zoom, yeah, and, I'll, and I'll post it. But We'll just make up a bunch of crazy conspiracy theories about what really happened. <laughs> yeah, like, and, and you mentioned something. Somebody in our group was like, well, they were sharing anti-trans memes. And it is funny how people kind of pick out the one thing that you may, you may have posted 
60,000 memes, 30,000 memes. But it's like people hear that one thing and they go, well, here's the reason that I can just sort of lay down. Well, it's property rights. It's, you know, no, no, I don't think you would disagree with property rights. I certainly don't disagree right. with property rights. But at the end of the day, we're fighting for our ability to have a voice in the public square. And you're either siding with libertarians like Liberty Memes and we are libertarians, or you're siding with communists who want to yeah. silence people. Like, that's the choice. Well, and to me, it's, I mean, I don't know, or fascist, it's all the same to me. Like, I, I, I warn people against sliding into the left or to the right. Um, but, like, I just found out, I guess, uh, uh, Uncle Sam's misguided children got the Zuck treatment uh, oh, really? recently as well. Yeah, and I, you know, I didn't celebrate that. That was another accusation that we were, for some reason, people made a big deal about this. They're like, oh, you guys mocked Alex Jones when he got Zuck. I'm like, first of all, that's kind of what we do. <laughs> and secondly, we never said that it was appropriate for his platform to take away. And, you know, we spoke out about that and we, we knew it was coming for us. And when it happened to us, we made jokes about ourselves as well. Right. <laughs> we, we just got people to take ourselves seriously enough like that to be like, well, this is a massive injustice. Like, yeah, it's screwed up. But I mean, honestly, I've never paid a cent to Mark Zuckerberg on Facebook. I, mean, I understand the concept of doing business with him, but I've never invested any of my money in it. A lot of time. Yeah. But, you know, that's. I just, I just figure as long as I have a platform, I'll keep talking until they shut me up. Well, there's this, this, well this ignorant person who loves attention, uh, <laughs> who, who is just attention-seeking and is just everything that's wrong with politics, and you can tell her I said that. Um, that's not the I don't talk to her, so I can't. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but I wouldn't waste my time. But right. the the point is liberty memes shares memes they're not out here pontificating and you know doing what i'm doing you know they're not writing articles like that website is doing you guys post we'll memes yeah but like your your goal is different your goal is to make people laugh it's not necessarily yeah. to to you know stand up you make fun like if alex jones gets uh the, the, if he gets zucked there's there were so many good memes about that. Like, why wouldn't you share that? Well, and here's the thing. If you're not having fun, Ron Paul told David this years ago, when you're spreading the message of liberty, if you're not having fun, you're doing it wrong. Right. And then he took a huge swig from a bottle of Hennessy. Phone <laughs> <laughs> so what are, what are some other things that you want to get out there? Man, I don't know. I, I already read through my lists. You know, I just wanted to make sure that uh, I, I let you know that, you know, I appreciate, I really appreciate the way that people have uh, come together to let it, I, I've heard people say, you know, they're gonna, they're gonna, <laughs> they're gonna roll up their sleeves and fly the black flag if Liberty Means ever gets his eyes. I'm like, okay, we're not going to war, um, and we're, we're we're stable, whatever. But um, no, I, I appreciate people getting together and saying, you know, where where are you guys? Where can we rebuild? And I I do want people to to know where we're going, that we're on Liberty Means 2.0 and LibertyMeans.com and that we're not uh, we're not just going to get depressed and be like, oh, we got shut up, so we can't do anything now. Like, I'm 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 here for you, you know, liberty movement because I can help people have fun with with libertarianism while and and that's part of the thing. Like the state and the statists, they take themselves so seriously. That's why the left can't meme because they take everything so seriously. This is the most important election of our life. Let's make a joke about it. That doesn't work. Like you have to, you have to make a mockery of the state, the things that the state takes so seriously, like the stupid flag, <laughs> like 
make a joke about that because when you look at it, it's absurd and therefore hilarious. And so if I can be part of encouraging people, you know, when, when, and it's inherently funny, you know, when a guy in a uniform is like barking orders. And I mean, I learned this from freaking Spike Jones in World War II. We piled right into Fuhrer's face. Like, you laugh at that kind of authoritarianism. That's, that's the best thing you can do. Well, that's part of Alinsky's tactics, and that's part of what Obama did so effectively, which is he turned, and that's why the MP, NPC thing, I think, drives them so crazy, is that it's using tactics that they used against small government libertarian you know individual minded people uh for, yeah, well we have for, there's a meme i'm sorry to interrupt you but there's a there's a meme about that too you know like uh stop dehumanizing us you russian bots right yeah i mean it, it you we suffered through eight years of well if you hate healthcare, you want old people to die and you're just a fool <laughs> and obama yeah. mocking and so, yeah, I mean, that's I, I've told the story on the podcast before. In 2003, I went to CPAC because I was a neocon Republican like yourself back then. And I just remember people talking, you know, we need our own organizations and our own mobile army, just like the left has. And, you know, it's sort of been created. And part of it is terrible. And part of it is beautiful, because now you have these two factions where it's like, oh, we're living in hell as human beings, but as people who love to laugh and just kind of have that Joker mentality of burn it all down, it is funny to see the two of them go at each other. But yeah, but yeah I mean, it is... It, the, like, the NPC thing, I think, just drives them so crazy because it's a taste of their own medicine of dehumanizing yeah. th- their opposition and, that, and mocking them. And, and that's, But again, it, it is a meme. I, I, I don't encourage seeing people as non-human, you know? Right. Like, everybody, even even commies have the right to their stupid opinions and to express their stupid opinions because as you pointed out, it's the only way they're ever going to get refuted. Right. So, uh, let's, let's stop there. You've been, uh, very generous with your time. Uh, you guys have done a great bit of charity. I want to mention that and thank you for that. Someone in the chat pointed that out. Let's give her credit. Ashley says Liberty memes raises tons of money for charitable causes. It's not just memes. Uh, your brother talked a lot about that in the interview that aired before this on the podcast. So if you're yeah. new to new to us, a lot of new audience tonight, we have a podcast tomorrow morning in your download that you'll hear the interview with both brothers. And he went into detail, a lot of detail, a lot of stuff I didn't know. And I think it's really cool that you guys have uh, taken that, that time to give back in that way and use your massive presence to give back to charity. So thank you for doing that. And uh, it's have to show people that the government isn't the only way to help people out. Right. So, all right, shameless self-promotion time. How can people help you guys out? And where can they like the new page? The new page is Liberty Memes 2.0, um, and we will also be at libertymemes.com in the near future. And that's all the shameless self-promotion I've got. I just have a question for you. When an IRS agent gets a tax refund, does it go into his paycheck or out of it? <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right, thank you for thank you for joining me, Peter Gay. Uh, Liberty Memes 2.0, go like it, market first, and uh, everybody that joined us tonight, please go like it yourself. Share it on your Facebook. Spread the word. Share this uh, if you would be so kind. Uh, that helps us out and helps them out. Uh, and yeah, I, I just appreciate everything you guys have done, and thanks for supplying the dank memes for the Liberty Movement. All right, thank you. Have a good one. You too.